Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. About three, what, three and a half weeks ago, I did a program on Sunday morning, and it was titled, um, How to Live Under the Protection of God, Psalm 91. I knew when I finished that program that by the time it aired on television, something was going to happen in the world that was going to make that program more profound. Sure enough, it aired last Sunday. And two days before it aired, we had that that terror attack in Paris. I knew God was speaking. God has a warning tonight. Are you ready? Are you ready? I am serious and speaking by the Spirit of God. Are you ready? When I was uh, about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I was watching a movie with my family. And part of the movie was the villain, the bad guy, took a gun and held it to a woman's head. And he said, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die? And I remember watching that movie and it caught my attention. And I thought, you know what? I wonder what I would say if I was given, if I was in the same boat. And I thought for a little bit and I thought, you know what? I am. I don't expect to. I expect to go be with Jesus, but I'm ready. But are you? Do you know that you can absolutely know if you are ready or not. Do you know that you absolutely have to know? You absolutely have to know if you are ready or not. Are you ready for your eternity? Are you ready? You know, you have a soul, and your soul will never not exist. It'll exist forever. It is an eternal spirit, eternal soul. The question is, where is that soul going to spend eternity? Where is your soul going to spend eternity? Turn with me to Acts 13. I'm going to begin in verse 46. It says, Then Paul and Barnabas, they were in a meeting, waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. And we will see what the word of God is in a little bit. But this is Paul and Barnabas speaking. It was necessary, necessary, that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you have put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. Do you see what Paul is saying here? He said, seeing that you have put it from you, ignored it, didn't pay attention to it. You judge yourself unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so has the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. What is a Gentile? It is a person that's not a Jew. That's all. A Gentile is a person that is not a Jew. If you are not a Jew, then you are a Gentile. It's that easy has nothing to do with color, ethnic background, parents, or where you live. It's are you a Jew? If you're not, you're a Gentile. And Paul is speaking here to the Gentiles, to the rest of us. And he says, to the light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends 
of the earth. If you are in Asia, the salvation is for you. If you are in Africa, the salvation is for you. If you are in Europe, the salvation is for you. If you are in North or South America, this salvation is for you. If you are in Australia, the salvation is for you. If you are in Antarctica, you people have nothing else to do down there but watch this program. The salvation is for you. It is for you. It is unto the ends of the earth. All right? Now, let's go on. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many were ordained to eternal life, believed. Believed. Do you see that last phrase? As many as were ordained to eternal life, chosen, appointed for eternal life. Those that were appointed to eternal life believed. Believed. Now, what did they believe that made them ordained, appointed for eternal life? Turn, your, turn back up to the chapter to verse 26. This is Paul speaking. He said, men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God, that includes everybody, to you is this word of this salvation sent. Now we're going to find what the word is of salvation and what it was that they believed that gave them attained eternal life. We are looking at eternal life. Why? Where are you going to be? Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. 27 or 26. Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you feareth God, to you is the word of this salvation sent. For they that dwell at Jerusalem and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets, which were read every Sabbath day, that they fulfilled them in condemning them. That word, that word that they talk about, that read every Sabbath day, is the Old Testament. The Old Testament. It says, and though they found no cause of death in him, they're talking about Jesus, yet desired they, Pilate, that he should be slain. And when they had fulfilled all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and they laid him in a sepulcher. But God raised him from the dead. And he was seen in many days of them which came up from him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are his witnesses unto the people. And we declare unto you glad tidings, how that the promise which was made unto the fathers, God has fulfilled the same unto us their children, in that he has raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as concerning that he was raised up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption. He saith on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Wherefore he saith also in another psalm, Thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. We know when Jesus was placed in the tomb, wrapped and placed in the tomb, that body saw no corruption. It saw none. It waited for the spirit and soul for Jesus to come back. Therefore, he saith also in another Psalm 35, that thou shalt not suffer thy holy one to see corruption. For David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God, fell on asleep 
and was laid unto his father and saw corruption. But he whom God raised up again saw no corruption. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe, all that believe, are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. What was it that they believed that made them ordained, ordained for eternal life? That means assured that they can acquire it. What did they believe? It was written right here, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. That's what they believed. They believed that Jesus died, that he was buried, and that God raised him up from the dead. And when they believed that, they became ordained for eternal life. Ordained to eternal life. Are you? Are you? Are you ready? All right, let's go to 2 Peter 1.10. This is Peter speaking. He says, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Give diligence. Work at it. Make sure it's done. It says, Give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Never fall fall. What is he talking about? Go back to verse 4. Whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by thee you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, knowledge in the death, burial, and resurrection, knowledge temperance, temperance patience, continuance, Continuance, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. And if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Therefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Give diligence. Are you ready? Are you sure that you are ready? Are you sure? If you are not sure, you need to be sure. You need to get ready. How are those people ready? They believed that Jesus died for them, that when he died, he carried their sin on his own body. They carried, he carried their sickness and their disease and their iniquity, their perversities, their weakness, their, their, their sexual perversion, their stealing, their murder, their effeminence. All that was put on the body of Jesus for you, for you. It was on the body of Jesus. God took it from you and he put it on Jesus. Why? Because he loves you. Because he loves you. And that's the only way you were going to come and be with him in heaven. That was the only way. It had to have a sacrifice. 
and Jesus gave his life for you. And he took your sin on him. And he died on that tree. It says it right here in Acts 13. They took him down from the tree and they put him in a tomb because he was a dead man. He died in your place. He died in your place. You were the one that should have died. You were the one that should have died for your sins. But Jesus stepped in and took your place on the cross. And he died and they put him in a tomb. And the third day, he went to hell. That spirit and soul of his went to hell for you, took your place in hell. That's where you and I should have gone. You and I should have gone to hell, but Jesus took our place and went there for us. He went there for us and suffered hell for us. And then the third day, the father saw what Jesus did for us. And he said, that's enough. That's enough. I'm satisfied. And he raised Jesus from the dead. And you know, it's written in Matthew. He not only raised Jesus from the dead, he raised a whole bunch of people from the dead the same day, the same moment. They all came out of the tombs. Why? Because their sins were forgiven. Because they were justified. Because the Father forgave them. And when he did that to Jesus, he did it to you. He forgave us. He made us justified. He made us righteous. He set us apart to himself. When you believe that, when you look at that, when you make that your own, when you pray that and it becomes part of you, when it gets in your heart, you will have eternal life for sure. For sure. You know, the moment that you are born again, your eternity starts. Did you know that? The moment you are born again, your eternity begins. It begins. You're only walking through to be made perfect, but your eternity has begun. And you're not born again? I'll tell you how to become born again. Believe that Jesus died for you, that he was buried for you, that he was raised again for you. And when you believe that and you say it with your mouth, and you confess, you believe that, you shall be saved. That is written in Romans 10. Go read it. You shall be saved, and you will be on your way to spend eternity with Jesus. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com, or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861 327 Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.